Hi, everyone. It's your podcast host, Jim Andrews, here with a reminder that the Ticket Manager Partner Summit is back. We'll be getting together in person on October 17th this year at the Times Center in New York City. This is a free, invitation-only event where hundreds of business leaders across the world's most influential brands in sports, sponsorship, live events, and ticketing gather to make great connections and share valuable information. Approved attendees enjoy exclusive networking events, insightful panels, and exciting celebrity speakers, all for free. Are you interested in attending? Just go to ticketmanager.com for details on how to apply. Welcome to Ticket Manager's All Access Interview Series, engaging leaders from across the sports marketing spectrum to identify and explore critical issues in the business of sports, entertainment, sponsorship, activation, ticketing, hospitality, and yes, even more than that. I'm your host, Jim Andrews. Joining me on this episode is Stephen Fold, Senior Vice President of Marketing for Sony Corporation of America. Stephen is responsible for all marketing activities with key focus areas that include brand strategy and communications, marketing technology, and loyalty program management. And it's that program, Sony Rewards, that is going to be the primary subject of our conversation today. Welcome, Stephen. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for having me. So I want to start off with you know a company as large and diverse as Sony. It's probably a good idea to just begin with a reminder for everyone who's watching and listening about all of the different companies, businesses, product lines that kind of make up the uh, the Sony Empire, if I can call it that. So could you just uh, you know br- briefly walk us through that? I think we're more benevolent than an empire, but <laughs> I, but I will I will I will endeavor to answer your question. So Sony is a company based in Tokyo. We're a little more than 75 years old. Uh, I think we are known traditionally as an electronics company with strong capabilities in consumer electronics, but also B2B. But what many people don't realize is that Sony is a much broader company than just an electronics company. We are a full-fledged entertainment company with Sony Pictures, Sony Music, and PlayStation, in aggregate, the three of those businesses are north of 60% of our overall business. We operate in throughout the world, just, just about everywhere. And when you think about the individual businesses like Sony, like PlayStation, who everybody knows PlayStation and the PlayStation 5 and all of the amazing games that come out, Sony Music has is the number one music publisher and has many artists from... Michael Jackson to Beyonce to Adele to Harry Styles. And Sony Pictures has more than three and a half thousand movies that they've created over the years, 275 different TV series, and uh, has 12 Best Picture Academy Awards. And uh, more currently, we are, we, we, we are responsible for the Spider-Man movies, just released Uncharted, which is an amazing collaboration between PlayStation and Sony Pictures. And we really think of ourselves much more than an old school electronics company, as much as important as that business is and as as technologically evolved as that business is, we really think of ourselves as a creative entertainment company with a solid foundation of technology. And that's really our brand identity and what we try to seek for people to understand. 
So that's that's obvious a lot. I'm sure it keeps you busy. It also means you've got, a, I'm sure, a very diverse audience that you're that you're marketing different properties and, and, and products to. And so that kind of takes us back to, as I mentioned in, in the introduction, the loyalty program. And, and I know there's some new developments that are happening there, but I, let's start off then talking about Sony Rewards. If you could just give us a little bit of the, the background and, and history there, and then we'll talk about what's going on today. Sure. So the, the, the background and history is Sony Rewards is a entertainment-focused loyalty program. The history is it had been a redemption program on a co-branded credit card. So we've had a Sony-branded credit card in the U.S. market, which is where Sony Rewards is domiciled. And we've also had Sony, Sony cards actually in other markets around the world. But in the U.S. market is where the loyalty program Sony Rewards is. Once again, it used to be originally a redemption program for a credit card. But we reimagined that about seven or eight, or actually nine or 10 years ago, if I'm dating myself here, uh, into something that was much bigger, something that really connects the dots between the different businesses that gives consumers who are already operating and, and buying and getting services from respective companies to essentially get rewarded for all of the things that they do across Sony. And while we have very independent businesses that are driving their own activities, as the consumers move back and forth across, we've thought that there was a way to reward them for that type of behavior. We're all familiar with loyalty programs, right? <laughs> Either as uh, marketers or more, more to the point as, as members, we all belong to uh, a few at least. You've got extensive experience uh, with them, not only at Sony. So I, I'd love to just have you share some of the specific value that a program like Sony Rewards delivers. What does it really achieve for, for the business, for the company? And, and then, you know, kind of building off of that, tell us a little bit about what's going on in that, in that space uh, today, any changes or, or trends that are happening in loyalty. So let's start with sort of some quantitative answers to your question in terms of what, what companies get from a loyalty program. So at the end of the day, we're all seeking out, all companies are seeking out sort of their most loyal and most valued customers. And a loyalty program is a series of mechanics at the end of the day to achieve that, to achieve those goals. Well-run loyalty programs have 77% of the consumers that are in the, if you're in the top two boxes in terms of performance on a loyalty program, are going to do more business with that, with that company. 63% will actually change their buying behavior to maximize their points. And I'll use a hotel example. Who of us that are not part of a hotel program haven't reserved a hotel or driven across to the other side of town to go to that hotel versus a different one or an airline or a retailer or a brand like Sony? So people definitely spend to maximize their points. 64% actually will, will get up and change brands if they're not happy with the program. For those people that are engaged with whichever of those categories of programs before, people will actually change their mind and go to a different, go to a different brand. Qualitatively, in terms of what are, we, what are we trying to achieve with the consumers, as we bring our different op, operating companies or opcos, if you would, together, what we're trying to do is have Sony Rewards uh, serve as an extension of the brand and a connector across both the technology side with Sony Electronics, as well as the entertainment side. Okay. So we try to create 
digital experiences that really tap into those members' passions for movies or games or music and technology. And we enable to have a two-way dialogue with that consumer about what's what's relevant to them. And ultimately, our goal is to keep Sony as, as top of mind uh, to them. We want to we want to be relevant and we want to stay relevant. And we think the way to do that is not to think about an individual business, but think broadly, um, more broadly about Sony. In terms of your question with respect to changes that are underway, I think that the, the like, like every business, like every human being on the planet, right, the tremendous change during the, during the pandemic, we saw a shift in loyalty where customers tried new brands. Many of them tried brands that they'd never tried before. And everybody did everything much more digitally than before, you know, out of, frankly, out of necessity. Of course too, yeah. um, in loyalty, in loyalty, you know, we've seen a tradition, a shift from sort of the transactional with the way people a lot of times thought about loyalty programs before, what's my earn and what's my board burn to really much more about elements of community and empowerment that really shone through during the uh, during the pandemic and I think that will that will continue and and last. It's important to stay relevant to these consumers because they they're your loyalists but they also expect the most from you. They're the ones that are going to hold you to task to uh be sort of the the, the best version of you that they can be. Right. Um, and at the end of the day, I think that's why those people that are involved in the loyalty business love it so much, because we're we're held to task to deliver amazing experiences. So I want to talk about kind of what's what's next for Sony Rewards. And, and part of that is I know that the the audience, there, there's a target audience for this program. And well, I, I shouldn't. I'll let you tell me what that is. Uh, please tell me. Please tell me what it is. I, <laughs> I only know because I've talked to you earlier, um, and you know I, I think the the primary target is the is the younger younger adults, uh, younger than me anyway. <laughs> yeah. So so the the what we're really trying to do is once again a, appeal. I, I don't want to try to bring in a different customer set that's not relevant to. The respective operating companies. We want to get somebody that loves Sony and engages with Sony. So we're really, we spend a lot of time thinking about and understanding through data who actually is buying, who is engaging, who is going to the movies, who are playing the games, who's buying the electronics. And by doing that, we really get a sense of who our design target is. So it's much more than just the demographics. Yes, demographics, of course, are incredibly important, but we're really looking at behavioral characteristics as well that sort of focuses in on our design target. And the positioning of the Sony Rewards Program is really to be the best entertainment rewards program out there. And so if you marry up that demographic of that high-end consumer, high-end meaning frequent consumer of Sony products and services and content with the with, with the other side, which is you know, the, the, the people that are sort of the most sort of digitally savvy, and entertain these real entertainment enthusiasts, that really becomes our design target. And if you, as we further think about what do they want, they obviously, they have a lot of activities and experiences within, within Sony, but they also have experiences outside. And one of the things that we've thought about is how can we extend beyond just the family of Sony companies and find relevant places outside that we can have amazing and engaging experiences for our members. 
So we put together a third-party roadmap. We hired a team to help us uh, sort of develop and execute on this. And we're part, we're, we've begun to partner with relevant companies that share the same passion for the consumer, but also extend our ability to utilize the, the rewards program outside of, of Sony, but still with those with that target consumer set. And I think that's the the exciting news for most of the listeners to, to this podcast is that a lot of the, the new things that you're doing, or a big chunk of it anyway, has to do with an expansion into the live event space, which mm-hmm. is where where most of most of us uh, are are kind of uh, making our living these days. So, can you can you talk about uh, that aspect of uh, sure. getting into live events? Sure. So once again, a totally natural extension of what we're doing and of the lives of those that 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 design target that we're, that we're uh, that we're going after and that part of the program. We know it because we have eight million members already today within the Sony Rewards program, and we and we study what they do inside and outside of Sony. And what are, one of the things that we did is really the the live event space was sort of a natural first step outside of the world of Sony for us, and we knew we needed a partner to enable that to happen. Did a lot of work looking around and seeing who would have the best ability to leverage into that space and get us capabilities that we just didn't have on our own and really didn't want to spend the time and resource to try to copycat what's the uh, sort of best practices out there. So after our analysis, pretty thorough and, and, and longstanding analysis, you know, we selected ticket manager Really, because of their, you know, once again, their experience, their aggregator capabilities, and the, the frankly, the fact that they work with multiple sort of first tier loyalty programs like American Express and Verizon and Anheuser Bush, and you know, we we didn't just go forward because oh, they're working with these great companies, so they must be good. We really vetted them very closely and feel that they have the capabilities to deliver for for, for us and for ultimately for our members. Well, that, that's great to hear. And, you know, I, I think that that's, again, the, the live events folks, whether they're working for sports teams or, or concert promoters, I really appreciate the, the, the recognition that, uh, you know, that those 8 million folks are, um, are, are their customers as well. And, uh, and, and there should be some, uh, you know, kind of a great marriage there. You mentioned in that earlier conversation that we had that you know the, the whole idea of, of loyalty kind of looks easy. You know, give people rewards and 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 they'll and they'll reward you back with loyalty, but it's actually very difficult. And and I think you actually said to me that a majority of brands kind of fail at it. Why do you think that is? And and what are some of those keys to to making sure that uh, that you don't fail? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a number of statistics out there, but I think that 70% of brands that that launch loyalty programs within five years, or maybe if it's within three years, fail. I think you have to put the consumer at the center. You have to understand what the experience they have with your brand is and what you need to do to extend that. I think a lot of brands approach it as we want people to do X instead of thinking about understanding the customer and say the people want to do Y. How can we facilitate that? And obviously, it's not the people want to do one thing. There's a lot of personalization and a lot of different pathways. So we, it's it's certainly not a one size uh, fit, fits all scenario, you know. So what we what we've done is really try to understand the consumer expectations and make sure that we build the experiences. We have a platform. We have the marketing functions, and ultimately, we have the data to deliver those experiences to people. 
and also to you know with 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 a lot of refinement to measure the effectiveness of what we're doing to learn quickly when things aren't working and to course correct because we make mistakes all the time and if frankly if we're not making mistakes we're either not trying hard enough or we're not looking at what we're at, not, not looking what we're actually doing it's a marketing discipline loyalty is essentially a marketing discipline that needs to be performed with a very clear sense of the consumer a very clear sense of where they want to go and to figure out the most effective and efficient way uh, to get them there. And, you know, as I said a few minutes ago, the digital experiences and delivering personalized, you know, personalized digital experiences is really, it's just the ticket to the dance now. A couple of years ago, we could say, oh, we've got personalized digital experiences. Aren't we, you know, the cool kids and aren't we, you know, doing sort of best in class? Not really. Not anymore. You know, you got you got to, you got to keep on moving, keep on innovating. Just as my kind of final question to you, I, I could ask you a ton of things, but you know, again, with the, with the folks that are that are listening here, a lot of them working with uh, sponsors, you know, selling sponsorship, uh, helping sponsors to activate their partnerships, helping companies that have tickets, you know, premium seats, and and incorporating those into into loyalty programs. You mentioned some of those big companies that have the, the kind of the sponsorship aspect and then you know tie in their loyalty programs for those folks what advice would you have from from the brand side and, and somebody who's you know overseeing a loyalty program as to how they can really best support their corporate partners and, and sponsors who want to kind of include loyalty programs in in the activations that they're doing around teams or events Okay, so from their perspective, what do they need to do? So I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm going a little bit outside of my my area of expertise, but I'll, uh, with that caveat, I'll, I'm happy to answer the question. Appreciate. It. Um, I do want to say one thing about the last question, one one answer, which is, you know, we were talking about you know changes and what things work and what things don't work. I neglected to think about our whole third party roadmap and just share that with you. I know I mentioned the roadmap. Right. But one of the things that we think about in the criteria is also selecting partners that there's going to be, they have that expertise in that space that we don't have. Mm-hmm. And once again, and this is not a plug for, you know, if this is not just a plug for Ticket Manager, but we really thought that they taught us and we're just launching the program now. I hope a year from now I'll come back and say, see, we did an amazing thing. But we, they really brought with us, brought with them, excuse me, best practices for the integration and how we should be set up for success. So we're thrilled about that, and we're moving forward, and that's why that's moving forward. Getting back to the question now, where I'm providing advice to people that I'm not sure I should be providing advice to, <laughs> doesn't doesn't stop me with my children every day. It's really it, it's 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 the fundamentals, right? It's it's what I talked about with respect to how you make sure you run an effective loyalty program. So know your customers and what their expectations are. So what are you really trying to do with your promotional programs? I think working with the loyalty programs, the the the, the sports and entertainment sponsors, they really need, and, and the, the, the companies that support them, you know, you really need to make sure that there's a basic alignment of audiences and the business's objectives. And if you can sit down and sort of get in, you know, get, get in front of the whiteboard and make sure that you're super clear. It's like, who are we talking about from an audience perspective and exactly what are we trying to achieve? It's also important to think about 
as much fun and and as as great as a as a good promotional experience can be. I have eight million members, and we have to think about them not just for what's that big event that's coming up that we're going to have people go to or series of events, of course, that we have people to go to. So we think long-term, I mean, promotional things are amazing, but we need to do it in a way that fits in sort of with a longer-term experience. And it's not just kind of a, a one-and-done thing. I think at the to the extent that the, the promotional partners can think about where are the gaps and shortcomings that we have in our program, and we're very open and understand what they are, or hope we understand what they are, the ways that they can fill those gaps with, you know, showing our members, every rewards program wants to share more ways for people to earn, more ways for their to redeem, more ways to get status and recognition, you know, access to everyday entertainment. Those are the things, the last one, particularly for an entertainment program, obviously, those are the things that if we can do that with a partner where it makes sense for them and makes sense for us, I mean, we do that all day long. Right. Um, So, you know, I think once again, the most important thing is audience and objectives. If you can sit down and understand audience and objectives, uh, everything else should ultimately work out. And I would think part of that is understanding their own audience, right? And having their own data and insights that they can share with you to say, here's what we think would work. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if, if it was taken that I was referring to, uh, just to our audience, no, it's the audiences and how they overlap. And yeah, I, I completely agree with that for sure. Well, Stephen, I can't thank you enough for, for taking the time. And, and I certainly wish you the, uh, all the best with the, the, the rollout and, and kind of the expansion of Sony Rewards and, and, and the thank live you. event space. And, and as you said, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. And, and maybe a year from now, we'll, we'll do a recap and, and say, let's, let's see how it did and, and, and look at all the fantastic results that you got. Fantastic. Great. <laughs> thank Thanks you for again, the time. Stephen. Appreciate the opportunity. And on behalf of everyone at Ticket Manager, thank all of you for watching and listening. And please join us again for the next episode in the All Access interview series.